Angles fans are amazing. They're resilient, they're tough, but they're fun. And I'm I'm really excited to hopefully meet a lot, a lot more of you. Isaac has the big game. Then we became a real balanced offense for the playoff run, which I thought was really important. He put on the greatest route running exhibition I have ever seen in my life. He was he was football 24-7, and that was the greatest part of, of Chad. Times at times the early part, I would tell him when we were throwing deep passes, I said, don't wait too long. You know, because I'm going to get away. He ain't going to have the arm to get there. So, you know, they, I want to run to the ball, you know. Well, it looks like Duke's in a waiting room. I don't want to keep Duke waiting. He gave us uh, a very limited amount of time. I know he's a busy, busy man. Duke, what's going on, big dog? How you doing, buddy? Jim, how are you, man? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, hey. I'm real busy. I'm sitting on my porch. Yeah, well, hey. <laughs> I'll have a little drink going on there. You know, Joe Burrow has played in big games his entire life, and I would think he will be a steady hand at the at the at the bow of the ship. And uh, I think I wouldn't be surprised if they take him all the way to the Super Bowl. I really wouldn't. Yeah. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the start of the second half of season three of Talking Football with Bengal Jim and friends. That April draft party that we did, guys, back in 2020, we're still here kicking it three, uh, two and a half years later, guys. Almost uh, three, actually, th season three. This is crazy. So who would have thought? Yeah. One, one thing I noticed in the new intros, I'm the only one that seems to have a changing background all the time. Of course, James, you look like you're in a different spot this time, too. I am. Yeah. I'm, I'm homeless now across the street from the old house. So uh, a couple more weeks, I'll be settled in. There yeah. Go. Well, guys, a lot of stuff going on here. We got Coach Taylor in the waiting room right now. We're getting to him in a couple minutes. I uh, just want to real quick, a uh, big shout out to uh, Sean McNamara, who did the, the new intro you guys just saw. So one hell of a job, man. He worked really hard on getting that, that video intro for us. I also want to give a shout out to Chase Longhauer, who's part of the team as well. Chase, uh, basically all the new uh, images you guys are seeing right now on our social media platforms, uh, these are all, this is all work. Uh, our new logo here, um, the new graphics that you're seeing, uh, us pushing these guys for the jungle to the hall. Uh, Chase has done a hell of a job with that, and we want to give a shout out to Chase. He also works at Heirloom Framing. Our buddies at Heirloom, uh, a lot of work uh, we do for, uh, they, they do for framing a lot of Bengals uh, Shirts and jerseys and all kinds of great stuff there. And Hollis being part of that, uh, really good stuff. So thanks to those guys. A couple more quick things. Uh, Tom, on this date in Bengal history, 1974, buddy, the Bengals trade one of the best linebackers to ever, ever put on an orange and black, trading them to the Eagles for a first-round pick in 1977 and a second-round pick in 1978. Who was that player? Bill Berge, unfortunately. Uh, he had signed a futures contract with the World Football League, which was a big no-no to uh, all the NFL owners, in particular Paul Brown. And uh, Paul Brown spun him off to uh, an Eagle franchise that was kind of void of talent and got a couple of draft picks back. And uh, the Bengals were very lucky to have Jim, Le Jim LeClaire waiting in the wings to uh, step in, probably the toughest Bengal of all time, Jim LeClaire, at least of that era. Certainly. Yeah, well, 
Well, one of these shows, Tyler, I'm going to get you. I'm going to stump you on one of these these history questions. But good job, good job on that. So a new segment we want to do this uh, this season is uh, if everybody knows Brandon from Port Smith, Ohio. Every day on social media, the guy's posting what Bengals in history, what their birthdays uh, are. So, Brandon, this is for you, buddy. You, uh, you posted this earlier today, and I'm going to pull these uh, these Bengals up here. So, on this date, uh, birthdays for three former players. We have defensive end, former player Glenn Collins, uh, 63 years old today. Uh, we also have former defensive back Juwan Armour, turns 46 today. Looks dead on David Fulcher, I know, but that is Juwan Armour. And then long snapper, our fave, best mustache in the, in the, in the game, Clark Harris turns 38 today. So those are Bengals current players and Bengals uh, players that have played in the past uh, their birthdays. So thanks, Brandon, for, for hooking us up with that. I thought that was a fun little piece you got, you do every, every day uh, online. There. So, guys, let's go ahead and really let's go ahead and, and talk about Zach here, and we'll pull him in in a minute, um, in a second here. So I remember when the rumors were flying around about us looking for a new, new head coach. And uh, it wasn't a very good kept rumor as it got later uh, in that Super Bowl run for the Rams. And I'll never forget, we, my wife and, and two of my four boys were, were home and we were just joking around. I was like, we should just make this giant banner and hang it up down to the stadium. Welcome, welcome Zach and his family to Cincinnati. So it was a beautiful afternoon. I think it was a Saturday afternoon morning. And uh, we uh, we painted this giant banner, "Welcome to Cincinnati, Zach." Uh, so, and, and I, I think him and his family saw that when he got to P, uh, Paul Brown Stadium that day. But uh, let's welcome to the show, uh, Coach Zach Taylor. Coach, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, guys. I remember that banner very well. That was a great introduction to to, to the new job. Hey, man, we appreciate you being on with us. Appreciate you being on with us. I know. Um, Couple things. I was told to answer some very difficult questions. I'm going to get these out of the way first, Zach. Okay, I'm going to make you uncomfortable right up front. Um, I was told. I was told you were you and your wife were pretty good pickleball players. Somebody told me your wife was a better pickleball player than you. Than you is that true? I'll let her have that. Uh, we, we play enough. Uh, we don't keep track of the records, but if she wants to take that one right now, I'll let her have that. But we'll find out tomorrow morning at 11 o'clock who the better pickle player is. <laughs> good answer good answer good husband and i was also told to ask you i know my answer you're gonna to have to be politically correct with this answer so there's all kinds of, there's all kinds of great burger places all across the city here man and, I, and there's so many good ones and there's two fairly close to each other in the mount lookout area that have really really good burgers we got delwood or zips what's your call with a family when you want to go for a burger Depends on the night. You know, it really depends on the night. My kids love both. Me and my wife love both. Uh, so you can't go wrong with either one. I eat them both probably equally the same amount, you know. And, and uh, so, but, but both businesses run by great people who really supported us. And uh, we like to help out the neighborhood as best we can. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get my answer. Zips, Dell will get too. But I by the way, both of them got game balls from the playoffs last year. I saw that. That's very cool. Very cool. Um, I guess let's do this. I'm going to ask you one question. We'll just kind of go around the horn here, and we're going to have a lot of viewer questions. Um, I think what's interesting, uh, Zach, is the the organization um, has really done a really good job the past two or three years on really pulling the history of this organization into everything we're doing today. And um, have you have what have you dug into in some history? Have you read any Paul Brown books? Have you done any? What have you, have you dove into the history of the organization at all? 
I sure have. It's it's fun to research. It's fun to learn more about. Uh, there are certain things I, I, I tried to get as many facts as I could about the organization as I came into the building. Um, but really, over the last year, to research it more now, I have a better understanding, and I've been here for three years. So um, certainly, I've, I've done as much research on Paul Brown and just the overall history of his time at the Browns, Ohio State, uh, you know, all, all the different places he's been. Really, Maslin High School probably was the most intriguing for me to learn about his time at Maslin and how dominant they were. They were really Brian Callahan and Dela Sal out in California. I think they won 150 something straight games. But really, to read about Paul Brown's time at Maslin High School, uh, coaching the Tigers there was was as impressive as anything else he's done. And so, you know, hearing some of the names here, here in the USFL issue we had, and the guy getting traded to the uh, the Eagles, I couldn't have told you the name right off the top of my head, uh, but I, I remember the story from reading that some of those books I've read, and uh, just fascinating. I think Joe's first year, his rookie year, we did a quick. Uh, background on the history of the Bengals quarterbacks that have been here uh, since the late 60s. And so uh, that, that was really fun kind of going through them because there hasn't been a ton of them. You know, there were some of the key ones that have kind of been through segments over the last uh, decades, but uh, that was one of the fun projects I had myself was just going through over time and giving the statistics and some of the names that have popped up, you know, as Joe was ready to take over the reins here. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. Um, I, I tell you what, let's go through here. James, I know you. I got you guys on mute right now, so I'll mute yourself. James, I know you have a question or two. Coach, thanks for taking the time out of the uh, your schedule to uh, join us. Certainly a, a great kickoff to uh, Season 3. Um, one thing on the show we take great uh, pride in is the fact that this is a show by the fans, for the fans. And speaking of the, the Cincinnati Bengals fans, after the exciting year last year, they certainly stepped up. I think it was an announcement a couple of weeks ago by the organization that season tickets have uh, sold out for the upcoming season. How excited are you? How amped up does that make you and the players uh, as you kick off the season at, at Paul Brown Stadium with a sold out house? Yeah, it's really exciting, you know, that, that these fans are on board and there's so much excitement and energy in the city of Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky and just really all around the world, as you all know better than anybody else. Um, but it's much appreciated just because of, uh, you know, really the, the three years that we've been through here. And and when, when you know, some of the fans showed up for, for an 0-11 football team, um, you know, it's hard to blame those that weren't in the stands. It was pretty empty. But to look back at the Raiders game that we had the playoffs game this year, the playoffs this year, and see how packed that stadium was and what the energy was and how much it affects our opponents, how much it affects our own players and coaches uh, to know that we're going to be walking into those types of stadiums every, every single Sunday and Thursday this coming year is really exciting for all of us. Thank you, Coach Amy. Yeah, sorry. Um, Zach, again, thank you for coming on the show. We uh, really appreciate your time. Um, football obviously uh, is a, is a business, but, how hard is it to watch players that you that you like on your team leave for other teams, uh, like free agency, for example? That is part of the business, you know, and that's that's just what comes with the territory. And uh, but but you form the beauty of this business is the relationships you form because we spend so much time with these players and coaches uh, over the course of the season. And really, when you get to think of it, you play through mid February. Those relationships, you know, it, it's hard to explain how, how great they become. And so um, love all these guys, whether they're playing for us or, or they've left us to go to, to a different environment somewhere else, uh, we'll always appreciate what they did for us. And um, there's a lot of guys that stand out. I can't go through all the names, but so many guys that you still support, um, 
you know, wherever they're at, unless they're playing against you directly. Um, so many guys that you've got such fondness for and you want them to continue their careers and do a great job. And, um, you know, they'll always have their support wherever else they are. Awesome. Thank you. Coach, uh, you and the Rams just went through the longest year in the history of professional football. Just wondering, you know, we, we've read and heard, how did you approach this offseason, the scheduling of it? Did you do it any differently? Uh, rearrange things, make things longer, shorter, more concentrated? We did. We changed it. You know, it's, it's uh, agreed to nine weeks through the CPA, CBA with the, with the players. Um, and we, we cut off two weeks of that. So we started two weeks later than most teams. So we had a seven-week offseason program. And, and even still, we, we did a lot of seven-on-seven seven and a lot of walkthroughs. Uh, but really, our, our intent was to, to revisit our schemes and make sure everybody feels comfortable with our schemes so that when we come back in August, we can hit the ground running and young guys can compete because they have a good understanding. And we wanted to reestablish the camaraderie and chemistry that we developed, you know, last year particularly. So every year is a new year. And, and you can't just assume that it's going to be the same as it was the year before without putting in the same amount of work that you had in the past. So those were two things that we really emphasized was getting our new guys comfortable with what we're doing because we had some new free agents and draft picks that are, are going to need to step up for us, um, refresh some things with the players that have been here in the past, and then again, just start to reestablish those, those relationships that have been so critical for us. Jimmy, you're muted. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play a quick video here for you. So everybody that's watching right now, everybody knows that Coach Taylor played uh, quarterback at Nebraska, uh, Coach University of Cincinnati. But uh, I spent uh, skip church today, and uh, I watched a three-hour football game from 2005 of Iowa State versus <laughs> versus Nebraska. Coach Taylor was dropping dimes. Let me play this video, and I'd like to be able to talk about this game a little bit, Zach. But let me play just a short bit video here, real quick. And uh, let me find it here. Here it is. Let me uh, play this short video. This is Coach Taylor, 2005, Nebraska versus Iowa State. Take a look at the, the Nebraska junior quarterback, Zach Taylor, the transfer from Wake Forest. Spent a couple of years with the Dean Medicans as a red shirt in 2002, a backup in 03. And then went to Butler County Community College in El Dorado, Kansas, where he led up to the national championship game a year ago. An extremely accurate common all over the country. I'm told there are different versions. What we're Absolutely. seeing here is an NFL version of the West Coast attack. Here is Taylor downfield. And great catch. That is Nate Swift. The redshirt freshman out of Hutchinson, Kansas. 31-yard game. Turns around. Squares his body and makes a super kick. That's the big play. This offense, the one thing about the West Coast offense that uh, that comes out of the NFL like you talked about, there's the deep ball right there. You'll see it. This is the young kid. Nobody expected him to make the big play. All right, Coach. So you set a school record that day. 36 completions, school record. I watched the game. Six drop passes to that game. We're not going to talk about those receivers dropping those balls. 431 yards, two touchdowns. Do you remember that game? That was a good game for you. Yeah, I remember it. You know, we we uh, that was the first three games of the season we won, but we weren't very good. We weren't in rhythm on offense. Uh, it was pretty ugly. We beat Maine, Wake Forest, and Pitt seven to six. It was ugly, and so that was the first game where we we kind of picked it up a little bit and um, ended up having a decent year that year. We went eight and four. It was a great year, but that was kind of the first game that kick started. 
a passing attack first and foremost because it took some time for me to get comfortable in a new system and a really an NFL system. Um, so he showed my guy Nate Swift that that was his first career catch. On a, we ran a curl and we ran a wheel. Swift he ran a wheel down the sidelines and uh, he was a retro freshman from Minnesota. That was his first ever career catch. So I remember that exact one that you showed there. So we won the game kind of on a walk off uh, touchdown in double double overtime. Maybe was it two overtime or double overtime? Two, two. Yeah, two overtime. So we hit Corey Ross. We kind of got a four-by-one a bunch. We ran flanker drive, ran a drive route. I ran the tight end on a pivot. And then Corey Ross ran a wide route. And everyone collided. There was like 20 bodies laying on the ground. Our halfback just caught a little flare out and walked into the left side of the end zone. So uh, we won the game that way. So that, was, that got us a 4-0. And then, uh, you know, we had a decent year from there. Yeah, so I put a longer video on social media today that, for people to see. Zach just wasn't dropping dimes that day. Uh, the dude was running and taking some shots uh, as well. So on that pass right there, man, you took a pretty good hit, man. So uh, it's really cool to see that. Man. It's, somebody popped up and said, is that Zach Burrow? It, you know, I think that's that's close. <laughs> no, not even close. <laughs> so you – so that – if I remember correctly, like Nebraska was always a triple triple option, right? Was that the first year they went away from a triple option and they went to West Coast offense? And, that, and you were pretty the second yeah, so I, I was in Shure College in 2004, and Bill Callahan got hired in 2004 to, to make that transition from the option uh, to, to, you know, a more modernized attack and the, the West Coast offense in that case. So he got there in 04 and really had a, a difficult year because there was a lot of guys, you know, born and bred around the option as he made that transition. So then after one season, they went looking for more of a drop-back style of player, um, which fit what I was looking for as well. So – it ended up being a great marriage. I was all set to go to Marshall. I was going to go play for the Thunder and Herd. Uh, they had a great passing attack. They had a lot of prolific quarterbacks come through there. They sold me on it. And then at the last minute, Nebraska jumped in the picture and and uh, signed me up. So it was pretty easy to convince me from there, and I'm glad I did it. Gotcha, gotcha. I, I, enjoyed, I enjoyed watching. Uh, well, it really wasn't three hours. It was whatever, without commercials, nonstop. Uh, it, was a, it was a hell of a football game. I had fun watching it. Yeah. So. So James, I think you had one. You had one too. Yeah, I'm going to defer mine and go to a, a viewer question. Again, uh, we appreciate everybody that that's tuned in. Looks like we have some international guests as well. And this is uh, from our friend uh, Lisa. Zach, she asked, "What point last season did you realize this team was special and uh, going to make a Super Bowl run?" I, I felt really good about our team all season. Truthfully, you know, every game we played. Um, you know, the, the sequence where we played Green Bay and then we played Baltimore. And, um, we'd won at Pittsburgh, which, which was, you know, admittedly a big hurdle for us uh, to overcome because we hadn't had a lot of success against them over the last couple of years. And so um, I, I think that we could see, hey, it's all about December or January football once you were in this league. And, and so you're just trying to, you know, catch a rhythm there early in the season. And so we, we saw some signs that we could be some really good team. We had some really smart, good players that did it the right way. And, and in December, even in some of those losses that we had against the Chargers and uh, the 49ers and some of the big wins that we had against the Chiefs and, um, you know, beating Pittsburgh and beating the Raiders on the road, which we knew was a really good Raiders team, and beating the Ravens here at home, we saw some signs that, man, if, if we can take care of the football and win the turnover battle, we're going to play smart. We got the talent, and, and anything is possible. And, and that's really what happened, of course, in January and into February. Jamie. Jamie, do you have a second question? Yep. Nope. Love Jamie. Tom? Yeah, Coach, uh, as fans this coming year, as, as we hopefully get down to training camp, 
preseason and into the regular season with a, with a full PBS, will there be one position group that's kind of caught you eye or you're really excited about that we will notice uh, an improvement about or, or just a change to help the team move further along? I think the biggest change has been, you know, a problem with the offensive line where we added three new starters, um, you know, through free agency. And and all guys that have played at a really high level, you know, LC over there at right tackle has played at a high level for a number of, two, a number of years. And uh, Alex Kappa and Ted Karras have both won Super Bowls and understand what it takes to get to that level. They've played at a very high level as well. Um, Joan is back at left tackle and then, you know, we got Jackson and, and some other guys that are competing at that guard spot and feel really good about Cordell as well. So there, there's some guys that are compete there. And so we just really feel like we've added some really good guys to the mix there that know what it takes. Uh, they've got the experience to really help us take that next step there. And, and we're really excited. And and from there, you know, it's about adding a lot of depth, just at a lot of different positions because we've got a lot of guys coming back. You know, speaking to our defense, most of those guys are back on offense. A lot of the skill guys are back. I'm uh, really excited about Hayden Hurst coming in there at tight end. You know, he's he's just the more we researched him and learned about him and met with him and watched his tape, we think that he can really, really help us be a productive, you know, first, second, third down um, at that position in addition to Drew Sample. So really excited about all the guys that we had in there. Yeah, look, I got one I think it ties into that a little bit. Corey uh, Moreland, uh, a real good close friend of the show here. He's saying, is that – is there a rookie that has really impressed you during minicamp or OTAs? I'm sure you got some – I know you had some great talent coming in the door here, but just anybody that you're able to talk about a little bit? Well, I wouldn't say one specifically because we, we've just been playing our underwear so far. You know, it's, it's no pads on, and that makes a difference. You know, so I'm always a little bit cautious coming out of spring, being over the top one way or another on a player because once you, once you put the pads on, some guys react better in pads. Um, some guys take a step back in pads. It takes a little bit longer to get adjustment to the speed at this level. Uh, but again, we, 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 there's a lot of time and effort that goes into adding the right types of people and players. And I'm really excited about the collection of guys that we added up from the defensive line, the back end, you know, at the safety and corner spots. Um, you know, we, we really liked Cordell from North Dakota State, you know, adding him up front in the offensive line. Um, so, so there's a whole collection of guys that we think can jump in here and, and really you know, push for starting roles and, and really add to the depth on special teams and offensive and defense and, and uh, again, help us do some really significant things this year. Yep. Okay, let's uh, let's go to another view. James, you're on mute right now. Go ahead. Jack, another question. Going back um, during your playoff run with, with the Rams, um, obviously you took time aside to do interview with the Bengals. When you met with the Bengals, head office what made you feel like man this was a great opportunity something i'm going to um, jump on it, it felt like a family atmosphere exactly what i was looking for um, this business can be very cold very cold you know i've experienced that um, over the course of my career and you don't really want to walk into a situation that you don't you're not excited about and this is one that i was excited about i had lived here in cincinnati i understood uh what drives the people here and um just just how quality it is to, to live in a great city like this and, and be around the people that represent um, this city so well. And so to get a chance to meet the Browns, the Blackburns and Duke face-to-face uh, -face and top through for, for the course of really two interviews, um, what was important to them and what was important to me, I, I just felt that connection instantly. I knew that was an environment that I'd be excited to come every day and work, work for and represent. And we were very much aligned with what we thought was important and um, I think it's worked out really well for all of us. Yeah, good, good stuff. So, 
Here's a good one, I think. Uh, Wayne uh, Hollis is asking here. Interested to know who was Zach's favorite quarterback growing up? Great question. Um, so, you know, Josh Heupel, when I was a junior in high school, I was an Oklahoma fan back then. Uh, born sooner born, sooner bred. I thought when I died, I'd be sooner dead, but that, that quickly changed when I went to Nebraska. Uh, so Josh Heupel won at the time, I can say us, won us a national championship in 2000. So I was a big fan of his. He's not the head coach of Tennessee. Um, but, but really over the course of time, Peyton Manning um, at Tennessee, I, I had the number 16 jersey when he was at Tennessee. My cousin bought me one for my, when I was in sixth grade. I'd work to school every single day. So I always followed Peyton wherever he was at, whether he was at Tennessee, whether he was at Indy. Um, and, and it's been fun kind of just getting to know him. I, you know, I can't say that I've, I've got a cell phone number or anything like that, but uh, I've gotten to spend some time with him over the last 20 years, and that's been really neat. So he was the guy that I always – fundamentally, I was not a great athlete. I had to rely on skills and working hard. And Peyton, I think, would, would probably say the same thing about himself. He wasn't a tremendous athlete. You know, he's just more of a skilled player that put in a lot of time and effort uh, to his craft. And – um, so I always really enjoy watching him play. Here's another viewer question for you, Zach. Lee Walter asks, um, four primary values, um, players say they're hammered home daily. Can you share those with us? Or is that even a thing? Uh, for, well, I think what they're saying is, uh, what is our definition of a bangle? And so we say P-H-A-T, fat, physical, hungry, accountable teammate who's willing to do their all to get the job done. And so that's something you've probably heard our player, physical, hungry, accountable teammate. You have to be a great teammate. And so um, I'm assuming those are the four things that they're mentioning there. And, and uh, so we, that's, that's something we hammer home. And we're, we're quick to put rookies on the spot whenever we can make, make some fun of it, you know, in some team meetings and after practice. And, uh, but that's the truth. You know, the, the, we felt like we had 53 guys in the building, plus our practice floor guys that fit that definition. There says nothing about talent. In, in that in in that definition there it's what is a bengal we want someone who's physical someone who's tough someone who's accountable for everything they do and they're a great teammate and they're willing to do anything it takes to get their job done whatever that is big or small and and i think that we have a lot of guys like that on coaching staff and on players and that's a big reason why we're in the super bowl last year uh tom you want to take we're gonna take what guys everybody that's watching right now we'll do one more viewer question i think tom might have one more then we'll kind of close it out here with coach taylor he's been very generous with his time we appreciate it coach uh tom go ahead and fire away bud coach i'm wondering uh as the game plan comes together at all kind of weird hours uh during the night down there at paul brown stadium do you guys you know you your coaches as things come together do you ever consult with your quarterback joe burrow or, you know, do you think, you know, do you think you can do that? Are you comfortable doing this? You know, they like to do this. Are you are you comfortable with the changes you may have to make? And, and does that, you know, alter your guys' thinking at all? Absolutely. You know, he, he's an extension of the coaching staff. And when you got a quarterback that you trust has put in the work, so you value his opinion because he sees it at a very high level, he's the one that's going to get out there and operate. There, there's been plenty of times where I love to play and we rep it twice in practice and it does not go well and ultimately i have to go and i say listen I, I like this play how do you feel about it and he'll say i don't like it and i say okay well then that's and, and those are just lessons i've learned over my coaching career of communicating with quarterbacks where where maybe you've been hard-headed and you call the play and i've had a quarterback come back in the bench and been like i told you i, I told you guys you didn't like that play. don't call it, it didn't work um and so that's that's just 
kind of part of the experience that comes with coaching quarterbacks over your time in this league and now being in the position I'm in, I think it's critical that we communicate with Joe and understand what, what makes him tick and what he likes and what he doesn't like. And, and there's sometimes maybe there's some things that we really like, you know, Coach Callahan and I, that just need further explanation of, of why we're putting it in. And maybe there's something you can say even after a couple bad reps that, you know, flips that switch in his head that, that now makes a lot more sense for him. And, uh, but, yeah, we, we communicate all week long with Joe. Um, a lot of our players that, that we got a lot of respect for, you know, we want their opinion and their feedback. Um, ultimately, we're, we're getting paid to do a job and put the plan together that we believe in as coaching staff. But I've got a lot of players we got too much respect for to not, to not ask them some questions. And on game day, it's, it's, it's constant with Joe, you know, asking, hey, here's two plays I like. Which one's your favorite? Let's start the drive with that play. And, and that happens often. So, Got it. Okay, so we'll do one more viewer question here, then we'll kind of close things out. I think this is a great one. Uh, Tony the Tiger is asking, uh, you know, culture has been a critical, uh, crucial to, to bringing the locker room and players together. And you've been preaching it since day one here, Zach. I think every press conference for how many years you talked about the culture, 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 how important that was. What Tony's asking, what, what were the keys to, to building that culture? I think number one is the communication. And, and just trying to be as open and honest with the players. Um, some guys like to hear it, some guys don't. And, and I think the ones that want to be great and understand what we're striving for, they, they get it and they want it. And they understand it's coming from a place of just trying to make sure everybody can improve and be on the same page and there's no gray. And, and really, um, you know, with that comes honesty and, and all the things that, that fit those descriptions. And so uh, we've just got a locker room of guys that know I've got an open door come in and, and they might not agree with some things that I've done or, or other coaches and they know that we're going to have an honest conversation and try to reach a resolution that helps our team move forward. And so, um, you know, and that takes time. That's, that's not overnight. That's, that's, that's a process that takes many years and it's taken us many years. And, and now you guys understand what our culture looks like and what we expect. And so now the players have really done a good job this last year of taking over the locker room where they handle a lot of the things that, that don't come across my desk anymore because the players understand what it needs to look like and what we need from some of our players. And uh, they've done a great job handling that. That's, that's, that's made us a better football team. Yeah, Zach, I know as fans, we don't get to see everything that goes on behind the curtains, right? Mm -hmm. But it does, if there's a, a real feel from the fan base here, these guys seem like they're having fun. They, yeah. they seem like they're having fun together. Yeah, there, there was a moment, I think, during the playoffs. We had a practice. Uh, it was maybe before we played the Raiders or the Titans. And we were in Paul Brown Stadium doing a practice. And I remember we had music playing during stretch. And guys were dancing and, and having fun. It was probably a Wednesday or Thursday, a really important practice. And I, and I kind of remember sitting there at midfield watching these guys thinking, there's two ways you can look at this. You, you can you can say, man, we should, we should be all about business and and uh, guys shouldn't be joking around and laughing right now, right before practice. And in the side that I saw was these guys are prepared. They're prepared. They're confident. They know that when, when the stretch ends, they're going to switch a gear here and get locked in on their individual drills and, and the 11 on 11 stuff we got planned for them and, and just trusting that, that they understand how to flip that switch. And, uh, but I also like kind of seeing that side of them. They're loose. They're having fun. This moment isn't too big for them. And so that's why it was no surprise that we were able to win those three playoff games, two of them on the road in really difficult environments and, and put us in a position to go away at all. Yeah, great. So we'll, we'll, we'll close with this. Um, Coach, if you're reading the Paul Brown book, if you ever look back in the Paul Brown playbook, there's this play called Triple Pass. 
we got to send you some videos so you know exactly what the triple pass is. If you could sneak that in there for a preseason game, tie that Paul Brown playbook into yours, it'd be awesome now. <laughs> I'm more intrigued by the messenger board than I always read about. You know, it's, I'm not laughing about these guys. You know, the messenger, I, I can't quite visualize what was happening back in those days. Talk but, to Dave Lapham about it. Lap can I, do, trust me, about man, it. I get Lap at lunch and I ask him a, a lot of questions. So, um, yeah, it's, it's man, there, there's so much great stuff back in those days to learn about. And, and uh, you know, it's really cool seeing the guys up for the Ring of Honor because now I have such a better understanding, just, just kind of reading year by year the history of the organization. Um, these names I've heard so many times that I didn't really have an appreciation for just because I didn't know uh, really what their role had been on these teams. And now, now I think I've got a great appreciation for that. So uh, just just such great history here at Cincinnati, and I'm glad to be a part of it. Yeah. Ask Dave at lunch tomorrow, wherever, triple pass. Dave, tell me about it. That's quite a good one. Plus, plus I just want to let you know, um, from one coach to another, coach football for 20 years, youth football, not as not the NFL, youth football, six-time Super Bowl champ, little cards, Cincinnati little cards here in Coleraine. I got a playbook I'm going to send you, Zach. We could run the power, run the old wishbone, little cross bucks, end arounds. I got a great playbook. Maybe you could take a play out of there and play it and run it in preseason or something. I don't know. Hey, it's all relative, man. Winning is winning. You, you win at your level, whatever it is. Um, <laughs> you know, it was on the same playing ground. So, so kudos to you for doing that. <laughs> Appreciate it, Zach. So we'll just close with this, man. I wanted to, first of all, from the fan base and, and everybody, there's hundreds and hundreds of people watching right now. Coach, um, last year was one of the most fun sports seasons of my life. Um, and and it's so fun to see when the Bengals are successful because we feel we're going to be on a run for a very long time now. There's nothing that brings this city together. Tom and I talk about this all the time. There's nothing that brings this city together like the Cincinnati Bengals football when they're playing well. And, and everybody that's watching right now never got to experience the Bengals playoff win, got to experience this playoff run for the first time, going to the Super Bowl. Uh, the only thing that went wrong to see was the last minute and a half of that damn Super Bowl. We won't go into that uh, as referees. But um, it, it is the energy around this city, Zach. I have to – you guys felt this, right? You guys felt every bit of this energy, uh, not just around the city but across the country internationally. Absolutely feel it, you know, from, from everywhere, everybody you're interact with in the city. And, um, you know, it really is cool to be a part of. I think that's what makes sports so great. I think that's what being part of a sports team here in Cincinnati, that makes it so great because this is not a, a big And so I like that you get a chance to interact with so many people who have been touched by this. And, um, you know, it's, it's, there's so many people that went into the great season that we had. And um, it, what's really cool is I have a six-year-old daughter who just asked me, we were leaving a swim meet, and an older woman, as we left the swimming, had said thank you to me as I got my, you know, thank you. And, and I understood what she meant. She's thanking all of us. Uh, but my six-year-old daughter was like, why, why is she thanking you? And to be able to explain, you know, how much it meant to the people here, how much it meant to us, shoot, my family and all of our coaching families and players. And um, that's why Cincinnati is so special and, and we're very lucky to be here. Yep. So we had a we had a we had a pretty big group of us that went to all 21 games last year. Uh, yeah. Coach, we we saw you under you and the fam on the road a lot. You guys are probably sick of seeing us. I'm going to tell you that crew has more than tripled this year. There is going to be yeah. there was great road crowds last year. There's going to be even more of us making this road trip after last year. We'll see you on every road trip. But if you could close it out today, Zach, you know, just what's your message to the fan base about this past season and in the season coming up? And we'll we'll end with that. 
Well, I remember telling the fans during a fan day in August last year, you know, this was a team that was working really hard that the fans were going to be proud of. And and I, I echo that very loudly this year. You know, this is a great group of men uh, that know that we're, we're, to an extent, you're starting over. Every year's new. And we got to start putting in the work, you know, starting here in two weeks when the players show back up. Uh, but we're made of the right stuff, and, and we're going to do everything we can to represent this city the right way. And and give the fans a lot more to cheer for, you know, after Christmas time. That's, that's the goal is to keep playing and keep the fans cheering as long as we can. Well, Coach Zach, brother, we appreciate it. Tell, tell the fam that, that we said hello, and and the Bagel Nation really appreciates everything. Let's keep this ball rolling, and I promise you we will be there every home and away, away game again uh, supporting you guys. Man, we appreciate everything. I appreciate you guys. Thank you for all you're doing. Thank Thanks, you, Coach. Buddy. Thank you, Coach. Appreciate See it. You, Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. There he is. All right. So we've, uh, so we think we've lost Jamie. He's at a, in a hotel near Niagara Falls. And I think his hotel Wi-Fi is not uh, doing very well right now. So hopefully he can swing back on and join us. But guys, that uh, was a great conversation with coach, man. It was very uh, nice him to take the amount of time he did with us. That was good stuff. First class, and uh, what a way to kick off season three here. Thanks, for Coach, for taking the, the 30 minutes. And thank you to the fans for, for tuning in once again. Um, on season three, we would like to get to every fan question, obviously, that um, isn't possible. But thank you to all the, the fans who have, have been with us for, you know, since, since day one. We're excited for, for the upcoming year. And, and as I said, what a way to kick it off with, with Zach uh, on the yeah. opener for season three. Yeah, How about so, our partners, uh, you know, all our viewers, our partners, fellow fans, stepping up with some great messages and great questions for the coach. Yeah, guys, and everybody that's watching, there were hundreds of, of questions. I'm so sorry we couldn't get to all of them. We tried to get to as many as we could with the time that we had. But thanks so much for participating. But show's not over, guys. we got some really good stuff coming up. Uh, next on the list here, uh, James, go ahead and uh, let's, let's introduce uh, our, our, our buddy Josh here. Well, Josh, I uh, had the opportunity to, to uh, meet for the first time a, a couple of years ago out in the, the desert in, in Arizona. And Josh is a comedian, but also a, a owner of a great Cincinnati-based uh, establishment that we're partnered with for the, the upcoming season. Um, people are always asking about shirts, the koozies, the swag. And um, we thought amongst ourselves, hey, who can we partner with? Who is Cincinnati like all of us and uh, who will represent us? Who will be there? Josh was out in uh, L.A. with us um, at the Super Bowl. And we are super excited to have uh, Josh part of uh, part of the family. Uh, we did a, a quick intro slash tease last uh, yesterday on, on social media and uh, have Cincy shirts on board with us for the 2022 season. And many more beyond that as our uh, Cincy Swag uh, supplier. So, Josh, welcome. <laughs> Thank you, James. What's up, boys? Who day? Who day, buddy? Who day? Uh, so, you know, it's ahead, I get to follow Zach Taylor, first of all, which is not ever easy to do. But uh, 
he intimidates me because there is a very good athletic article out there um, about how the Bengals brought in a stand-up comedian to uh, talk to the team, and it went so bad that they named that fake flea flicker play after his performance. So bombing in front of the Bengals would be a nightmare on so many levels, and um, I appreciate you not having me on as at the same time as him. If, if I would, if we would have known, if we would have known, Josh, it would have happened. <laughs> <laughs> but he seems to have a great sense of humor, and his wife Sarah does too. Um, you know, when he first got hired, we did a shirt that said "Zach to the Future," and um, she came in and bought some shirts. And that wasn't the only time a coach's wife ever came in. Uh, Brian Price, former Reds head coach, one time. Uh, he did a after a post game interview that was laden with f bombs. I think it was the record number of f bombs dropped in a post game interview from Brian Price. And we did the shirt, which was his head, but if you looked really closely, it was his post game speech typed out completely. And uh, from a distance, it just looked like Tim, but if you got close, you could read every word. And uh, and his wife came into our store one day. And, uh, and she goes, are you guys the ones selling that Brian Price t-shirt? And the guy working the counter was like, uh, yes, ma'am. And she goes, I'm his wife and I need 25 of them. <laughs> so we, we've had a, we've had good luck in the past with, uh, with the coaches and being on board with what we do, maybe not in an official capacity, but at least being supportive in that way. Yeah. Hey, so Josh, I, look, man, uh, we're, we're pretty excited. Look, we're, we're very much about locals. Most every charity we work with uh, last year and in the years past has always been local. We like working with local companies. There's other shirt companies out there. There's another one that starts with an H. They're selling stuff in Cleveland and Columbus and act like they're local. We wanted to partner with a local company. And, and Josh, man, we, we, we're excited about this opportunity here. But Tell everybody right now. So I'll put, put up some pictures of some stuff that's out there. We'll be adding to this throughout the year. So tell everybody that's viewing right now. We got a lot of people watching on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube right now. Tell everybody kind of what we what we're doing and what we're planning on doing moving forward as I show some of these images up here. Sure. Well, actually, we got things started um, a couple of weeks ago with your amazing Jungle to the Hall event. Uh, we're going to have a couple more of those shirts for sale uh, here in the near future, but. Uh, we wanted to do something that sort of, you know, uh, encapsulated everything that you guys do that were sort of evergreen designs. So we're starting with uh, three three T-shirts, one specifically for the uh, podcast uh, logo, uh, one for the tailgate, as you can see, the inflatable uh, giant Joe Burrow that has become synonymous with you guys. We've got the, the uh, much-anticipated uh, koozie. And what we're going to do is add to this collection as the season goes on. So um, you can expect to see a, a shirt in the near future that uh, is kind of for the whole season, almost like a concert tee, um, you know, with all the different stops that the, the Bengals will make this year. And then um, we're also going to be doing some individual uh, home game tailgate tees, uh, that, uh, all of which you guys have so I don't think you say this loud enough, so I'll say it for you. These guys are not making one penny off of anything that you see. Every dime that is that is uh, raised by selling these T-shirts, these guys have chosen to donate to charity, which I think speaks volumes about them. It speaks volumes about uh, Bengal Nation, and I think that's why people are so excited to have you guys as sort of the face of the fans. 
Yeah, man. So we, we uh, as a group, we, we, we were last year, we worked with about 14 different charities. Um, we're already almost at 20,000 raised this year. We'll get into that later in the show. But we've decided uh, this year we're going to focus all the proceeds from these shirts will go directly to the Ken Anderson Alliance, helping a, uh, autistic adults here in our area. Uh, a charity that's near and dear to my heart. I have a 26-year-old autistic kid. Um, but it's very, it's a, it's a great charity and, and Josh, I think has worked with them, uh, it works with them as well. So at all the proceeds for our, our koozies, the t-shirts, the stuff that goes on throughout the year will hundred percent go to the Ken Anderson Alliance. And we'll be able to track that and give you guys updates and show you that the money's going there. Transparency is very important to us. Uh, we don't want to lose your trust on this stuff, but we'll, we'll continue to provide the transparency. So Josh, brother, we we're excited about it, but I am going to mess with you on something here. Tom has a bone to pick with your art guy, uh, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna call your art guy. Okay. I think it looks just like Tom. He said his head looks like a peanut. He's the guy. In the <laughs> but, Josh, you know, there, there's there's no question. Is in my advanced years, I I need to hit uh, a few more salads and fewer chicken wings. <laughs> but come on, man! I mean, I I, I look like Mister Pin. I look like I should have a top hat, a monocle, and and a cane. Uh, but you like that. And well, then, bring that, bring you know the what, design, bring the design back up, Jim. All right, go let's ahead. go. Let's go. Keep talking, Tom. Uh, but, but then, all right, so let's start at the beginning. Jimmy, I'm not going to bother you about because Jimmy has wanted to look like that his entire life. Uh, late <laughs> 80s, early 90s rap, yeah, gangster type guy. He so, looks like so a Jimmy's good. double for Run DMC, yeah, kind of, yeah, exactly. So you're good with Jimmy, but then we get to, to our hero, Jamie, the backbone of the show. And he's got this Princess Leah hair thing going on each side it's of his head. It's I'm a, a little worried it's about that. And he never wears headphones. He looks like Princess Leah. And then, you know, we got James who looks like he's working for Jack Nicholson's crew in The Departed. You know, he, he never wears sunglasses. I mean, you know, these are my guys. You got you to be generous with them. And, and I, I tell you, for when, uh, when Jimmy first saw the proof of that, I got I got a message from somebody very close to my to myself who's a, an attorney. He's like, if you haven't signed anything, I will take them to the cease and desist. They will not print one T-shirt. Then my but friend you wouldn't my win. You me wouldn't. and says, I can't believe Jimmy left you off the T-shirt. Josh, we were going for a, we were going for a Pet Boys uh, a Pet Boys caricature look. That was a. It's a rough draft for a reason, Tom. You know we got nothing but love for all you guys. We're gonna we're gonna turn that into a poster, Josh. I think uh, we're gonna turn it into a poster. I'm gonna we're gonna get to sell that for a poster. I want I want a poster of that. I think it looks great. But uh, we're totally just messing with you. We love it. We absolutely love it, buddy. No, we don't. I don't <laughs> just wanted every crowd. Just wanted every crowd. But uh, um, Jamie. James, anything else you want to add to this with Josh? Or? Yeah, I think if, if somebody wants to know how to um, get the shirts, uh, they can go to bengalgym.com. It'll redirect them to the Cincy Shirts uh, website. If somebody shows up uh, at one of your stores in, in downtown Cincy, they can't purchase one there or they can. Maybe we can clarify that for the, um, for the fans. Yes. That's right. So, uh, again, bengalgym.com will auto-forward. Uh, you can search for Cincy Shirts website, but as you mentioned, we do have uh, we do have printers in in our locations, so you can come in and order any of these shirts, and we'll print it for you while you wait. Um, we have a store in Hyde Park over the Rhine, and uh, in the next two weeks, we'll be opening our 
very exciting in uh, Fort Mitchell, <coughs> the Kentucky side of the river. Uh, so come and come on in, uh, you know, we'll print it there or we can ship it anywhere in the world. Literally. I mean, uh, we did it, uh, all through the, uh, Super Bowl run. We shipped angles designs all over the world and, uh, just, I, I'm 45 years old. I never think of the time the city is more excited heading into a season than they are right now. And, uh, and I can't so thank you and thanks to all the people already yesterday. Well, Josh, we, we appreciate it, buddy. Uh, so right now in the chat area, you guys will see links uh, that will directly feed into the uh, Cincy shirts. You can order any of those. I know I just stopped bugging me about the koozies. They're on the link. The koozies are going to take a couple weeks to come in, guys. I want to be very clear. I've been sharing this in DMs with people. Um, the koozies just got ordered, so it's going to take a few more weeks. So just be patient on those. You'll probably get an email uh, from Cincy Shirts about the order and everything. But I know there's – I don't know how many shirts have been ordered. I know a lot of people are ordering them right now. Uh, and I know other people uh, yeah. are ordering a bunch of koozies. So. But, Josh, yep. man, the we – The inflatable we, Joe we're, Burrow is the early – I was just going to tell you the inflatable Joe Burrow is the early winner. Right now, it's it's leading uh, of the three designs, but uh, but yeah, order them, get ready for the season, and uh, and this is just another um, another partnership that we're super excited about. The first one we ever had was with Still. Uh, we did a Still Strong shirt and, and helped raise money for uh, for Leah's fund, and so uh, this continues in the line of, of working with Bengals and Bengals fans. And again, thank you guys uh, for letting us be a part of it. Hey, we, we appreciate it, big dog. Thanks a lot. I know you were on vacation with the family. You took some time with us tonight. Thanks so much for being here with us, man. Uh, safe travels and have a good time down there. All right. Who did? Come on, safe. Who did? Josh is a great guy. Craig will be happy to hear that. Uh, oh, am I unmuted? Okay. Craig will be happy to hear that Big Burrow is the, uh, the early uh, hot seller. Tom's peanut head will probably quadruple in sales after it is uh, getting fixed come Tuesday. Or are they getting an injunction? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, Josh, great uh, representative for, for Cincinnati. We did uh, briefly mentioned um, also a, a great um, stand-up comedian, had the opportunity to see him uh, several really? times. Tour nationally was in Vegas um, earlier this year. So if you ever get a chance to, uh, if you're into comedy, um, stand-up comedians, check Josh out. He's uh, first class and and uh, definitely in that realm. And man, what uh, what do we have next, Jim? And yeah, we still got uh, we still got Anthony from Cincy Jungle. We got Cincy Bob's. We still got our charity duck race. Let's keep having some fun let's here, go. guys. Let's let's pull on. Go ahead, Tom. What do you say? Let's go. All right, let's go. Let's pull on Anthony. Anthony, what's going on, buddy? Sorry, we're running a little long today, man. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. How are how are you guys? Here's where the ratings spike, right? It's yeah. Not, not Josh. <laughs> Rating spike right here. <laughs> yes, dude, we're seeing the numbers. We're seeing the numbers. Never left hand corner here. Go through the well, roof. Right guys, incredible show so far. Obviously, I, I don't mean to hit the brakes here, and hopefully, it doesn't hit the skids when I take the air. But um, you know, incredible show, incredible interview, and Josh and Cincy shirts—they do awesome work. So, um, as usual, you guys bring it. You guys bring it for the for the show and and for the season three. Uh, inaugural episode so good well, to be with you. yeah thanks buddy so let's tell everybody what the hell is going on here so we jamie is is up in up in 
Niagara Falls. He was supposed to introduce you because he was so excited. I would tell everybody that this man right here on the screen, Anthony from Cincy Jungle, is there's dozens of podcasts out there right now. It's really fun. Everybody's having a lot of fun with these podcasts. The godfather of Bengals podcast yes. is this man, this man right here. Uh, I remember Jamie telling me stories of like uh, after every single game, um, you know, he's driving home to Canada uh, when he's down here in Cincinnati heading home. And he's got Anthony on, uh, watching Anthony and, and making sure he's catching up on what's going on with the Bengals. So, look, we, we're happy to have you. And, and we just announced this past week a partnership with Cincy, Cincy Jungle. Let's be very – for clarity, guys, we're still going to do our own thing. We're going to do – there's some synergies between us that we, I think we could help each other out, help, help us out on. We've been talking on and off about this for a very long time. Uh, but Anthony and his whole crew, those guys do one amazing job. We want to be able to do what we can to help these guys. Um, the one thing that you're going to see completely different um, move forward is we've been streaming live to Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. And everything's been stored. All the shows and all the episodes have been stored on our YouTube channel, which is really doing a really good. We're getting a lot more viewers and, and subscribers to the YouTube channel. Anthony and his team uh, now give us the ability to put together a podcast. So basically, you're going to be able to be able to listen to this on a pod versus having to view it. So if you're in a car, um, you can actually pop on and listen to this on a podcast. We'll we'll make some announcements about that here over the next couple of days because after this episode is over with tonight, we're going to send that link and try to get we'll get that up and running on a pod. But Anthony, we're excited about the partnership, but I think it's it's going to be a, a lot of fun this year, and I think there's a lot of things we can help each other out with. Yeah, I, I, I mean, you guys know, and I've we, we, when we talked behind the scenes, I just was jazzed about even the possibility of bringing you guys on, and I respect the hell out of what you guys do, the guests you have on, on you have on this show, and and everything, and I mean that wholeheartedly. And you know, I heard I heard James earlier again say, you know, for the fans, by the fans, and, and that's that's what Cincy Jungle really is about. We don't really use that that you know, nomenclature, I guess, or that phrase. But, uh, I mean, that's really, I mean, if, if we are, we, we try to be professional and do a lot of different things. But, I mean, we also are, at the core, we're Bengal fans. They're people that, that follow the team and, uh, you know, I guess pretend to be journalists, pretend to be media. I don't know. And and so we have some fun with it and we do, we do a lot of different things. But, um, you know, I, I respect the hell out of what you guys do. And, you know, you guys know. I met you guys back in, in the, the 2019 season, the very beginning of the Zach Taylor era in Seattle, James and Jim. I met you both at a bar yeah. before uh, a restaurant. I won't say it's a bar. A restaurant. <laughs> it probably was a bar. Yeah, it probably was a bar uh, in Seattle. And I just said, wow, these two guys, and I hadn't met you before. These two guys are awesome. And you guys were so kind to me. And that always has stuck with me. And then I finally made it back been to Cincinnati since 2016 for a game for those who don't know I live in Southern California so I hadn't been back for a Bengals game uh, since 2016 I finally made it out with my brother and my nephew out in, in 21 and you guys just showed us a great time at your tailgate and as always just cordial charity driven all kinds of stuff and and um, you know it's just it, it, there's a lot of things that just this episode alone kind of have, have struck home with me a little bit you know especially hearing Zach talk and all of that and just go, going back to meeting you guys in that in that Seattle game in 2019 and just here we are now and working together a little bit and just to your point Jim for those who don't know I mean if if you go to you know your podcast on iTunes or Google or Stitcher or Spotify wherever um, if, if you want to drive and listen 
to these great guys, you're, you're going to be able to do that. Uh, so, you know, you can obviously and definitely go subscribe to their YouTube channel. But if you like the audio side of stuff, you can now do that, which is kind of cool. So, yeah, so I want to touch on let me let me touch on that Seattle game. As you mentioned, the first time we had an opportunity to meet, that was a, an epic game. That was Zach's uh, first really game. Was. We also met our uh, graphic buddy Dalton there for the first time um, in person. Do you remember that, Jimmy? He was uh, yeah. he was uh, there, uh, a West Coast native as as well. So that was uh, that was an epic day. And and just kind of going back to this this partnership um, with Anthony and all the folks at the Jungle. We've been approached by by others before um, and, you know, we'd run it up the flagpole talk and we just didn't feel like it was, you know, the, the, the proper fit. Um, Anthony alluded to um, coming into town last year with his, his brother and his, his nephew. I think your your nephew took home a Fat Randy shirt. Uh, 100%. After, at the, uh, yeah, 100%. He still wears that at, thing all the time, by the way. <laughs> at, the, uh, at the tailgate. But, you know, again, before we made this, leap of faith we wanted to make sure it was with the with the right people with it was uh somebody that um was on the same page as us this isn't a, a popularity contest this, this isn't pat ourselves on the back this is Bengals fans as i've said as you said anthony and cheering on our and cheering on our team uh cheering on the city of cincinnati and having fun um while we do it so this is a a, a great partnership jimmy alluded to this is going to be the first time you can drive on your car and, and, and listen to it via podcast. So you can, um, don't have to watch the video side, see our ugly faces, our faces for radio here on, uh, on, uh, YouTube and, and, um, whatever platform you're watching it on. But, uh, I personally just want to thank you, Anthony and your, your team. And, and, uh, we're excited about the, the partnership as we, as we move forward. Well, we're, we're excited about it as well. And, you know, I think it's a, it's a, Great move, definitely for us, and I, it's it's kind of you to to, to say those, those nice things there, James. I again, I, I just it just made a lot of sense. You guys do great great work here. You bring on all star guests, obviously, and you know it's it's a fan driven show, which is ultimately what what Cincy Jungle is about and what we're, we're what we're kind of all about. So um, just made made a lot of sense, and again. You guys are great great group of guys, and uh, what you do is it's a great product and. You know, it's about hopefully bringing entertainment to, you know, the, the fans and, and the Bengals fans out there. So hopefully, you know, we, we can just continue to do that. I feel like we've done that to a, a good level, but hopefully now, and I, I think it will based on your show coming in is, um, you know, going to bring it to the next level. And I don't know how much more time I have, and I want to run you guys long here. But the one thing I just want to say about this great interview you had earlier to start the show with Zach Taylor. Um you know, I, I it just struck me. I had this kind of epiphany as I was listening to that interview where, I, you know, for so long, the Bengals, either whether it was before Marvin Lewis or in Marvin Lewis, you would think they would either, either do good moves or maybe it was just questionable moves and there were risks or whatever. And it somehow just continued to not work out, right? It just, oh, they were close. It just didn't work out, didn't work out. And so now they bring in this younger coach. By the way, I feel like such an underachiever. He's younger than me. So I'm like, okay, I feel like a total underachiever, right? Um, but they bring in this guy and it's like, oh, man, is this going to be McDaniels at, at the Broncos? Is this going to be a thing where it's like, oh, this is just, you know, going to be another, you know, Bengals issue or what have you. And you look back at it and it just, you go back to free agency that they've done over the past couple of years. You look at the draft and then you look at ultimately the head coach that they brought in a couple of years ago and it's hit after hit after hit after hit. And they just keep hitting 
on coaches. They keep hitting on players and they keep doing the right things. And we can say, you know, it's the quarterback and all these different things. But ultimately, I think as it was a little bit with Marvin Lewis kind of steering the ship a little bit, I think I think also management aligned with this head coach and this coach having a specific vision, him being very sharp, as you heard in that interview. Um, it, it just you, you can see why things where where they why they were where they were last year. You know what I mean? It just it, it makes a lot of sense. So. Um, kudos to you guys on a great interview and, and bringing Zach on. Nah, we, we appreciate it, buddy. And I just want to just let everybody know, we can't tell you everything that's going on. There might be some times where Anthony and the crew are coming in town at the tailgate. There's going to be some other things that we talked about and, uh, and, and actually put some stuff on throughout the year. So just stay tuned. Uh, the partnership's just beginning. We got a lot of stuff we're talking about, a lot of stuff we're going to be able to do together, but Anthony, thanks for joining us, big dog. It means a lot. Man. We appreciate well, thanks it. for having me on and we'll, we'll work on, uh, Pumping more stuff out, but uh, keep up there the great Thanks, buddy. We'll see you. Appreciate it, Anthony. Good day, Anthony. Great dude, man. Just a class act. Always has been. As long as we, as long as we met, the first time we met the guy, you could tell what kind of man he was. Good, good person. Yeah. Let's keep excited moving. for it. Go ahead. Yep. No, ex excited for the partnership again. This is just kind of the tip of the iceberg of what's going to come down the road. I, I think this is going to open a, a lot of doors for both, and you know they've got a great platform. And look forward to the partnership. What do we got next, Jimmy? Let's keep rolling. We've got two more things here. Let's go to Josh Schneed from uh, Cincy Bob's. I think, Tom, you were going to do the intro here, I think, right? Yep, we can get Josh pulled up. There he is, ready to go. Josh, if, uh, I think he's still muted, Jimmy. I unmuted him. My okay. bad. He, uh, he called no. me Josh Need. I said, we'll go with we'll go with the I, Josh. I said, Huffman, my bad. Josh Huffman, my bad. <laughs> How you guys doing? Good to see you. Good to see you. But uh, for those who joined us for Jungle to the Hall 2, uh, you saw Josh set up with his his assistant uh, downtown at the in between, showing off his newest Cincy Bob's of Bengal Legends, and uh, he's going to have a, a complete. We're going to call it the, the complete Josh team of them in very short order. So everybody, please follow him on his website. Keep up to date. Josh will get you the information for that. But Josh, tell me, uh, tell everybody who have you got out now and who's coming. Yeah, absolutely, guys. The reason I'm here tonight, I haven't seen you guys in a while, so I just parked in for that. But uh, now, uh, this week we partnered with a new member for our Cincy Bob's team, uh, Greg Silverman, and he got us up and running with www.cincybobs.com. Uh, as you guys know, you know, this started back in June of 2021. I wanted to do an Anthony Munez bobblehead. I wanted to do it because I'm Josh the Collector, and uh, I asked you guys about it. Would you be interested in one? And uh, it grew from there uh, over my shoulder. You see the, the Ken Riley, the Anthony Munoz bobbleheads that we've done. Uh, we've grown into a full-fledged company. Uh, we have uh, Tim Crumry and Ken Anderson coming out next month. Uh, Max Montoya and Isaac Curtis, some of the, the guests we've had on this show, uh, they'll be out in October. Uh, David Falcher, Reggie Williams will be out in November. And Willie Anderson and James Brooks will round up the Bengals Legends Series 1 before and after uh, Christmas of this year. So a set of 10 great limited edition bobbleheads. There's 288 of each one. Uh, we keep it small because, you know, like we're collectors and we want, you know, everyone to have a rare piece of Bengals memorabilia. Uh, Anthony Munoz came out in March. He sold out in three weeks. And Ken Riley's on sale now. Uh, there's only about 25 or so of those left. So he's going to get in the Hall of Fame. It's going to happen. It's going to happen really soon. I hope it's this year. Uh, we'll find out next month. But if you'd like to pick up one of those Ken Riley bobbleheads, 
you can do so by sending us an email to cincybobs at yahoo.com. Uh, I just wanted to touch on the website again. When you go to www.cincybobs.com, there'll be a uh, subscription uh, page right there where you can put in your email address and you guys will be the first ones to find out about releases that we have coming out, uh, about events that we have coming out. For instance, when we have the Tim Crumry release, the Ken Anderson release, they're going to autograph those bobbleheads. So every single bobblehead we do will be autographed by the players when we release them, which is a huge step for us. Uh, we do give money to the charities. We gave $1,500 to the Anthony Munoz Foundation uh, this month. We also gave uh, $500 to uh, Tunnels for Tower. Uh, that's a great foundation that I actually didn't know about. Uh, me and Jimmy talked about it earlier this week, and uh, we, we donated to that great cause. Uh, we will continue to do that. So the more bobbleheads that you guys got by that we will continue to, to donate to charity, these great causes. Um, lots of great surprises coming out. I can't touch on too, too much, but like I said, it's a full-fledged bobblehead company now. We're not going to stop with just the Bengals. We have some Reds items coming out. We have a dual series. It's Joe Burrow with Joey Votto. It's the Houday mascot with Mr. Redlegs. It's Jonathan India, the Major League Baseball Rookie of the Year, with Jamar Chase, the National Football League Rookie of the Year. Uh, those will be out in December. You can purchase those now by sending a, an email to uh, cincybobs at yahoo.com. Uh, like I said, we, we do all the charity, but uh, you can pick those bobbleheads up at Heirloom Framing in Fairfield, Ohio. Uh, the website is not set up to purchase yet. You have to have a website and get it approved to do sales. We're hoping that comes very soon. Like I said, we just started back in March, but this is going to grow to a huge thing. And uh, if I could touch on one last thing before we go, you see these bobbleheads behind me. These aren't retail bobbleheads that anyone can buy. Uh, Hollis Strunk, the artist, you've seen some comments. He had a great question for Zach Taylor earlier. Hollis and I designed all these bobbleheads behind us for us. We did them for fun uh, over the last five or six years. And I just got to tell you that uh, we wanted to talk one day about how could we bring these bobbleheads to all the fans so they can enjoy what we enjoy because it's such an awesome collection and since he bobs with born so we hope that you guys will will check out the website i know that the shows ran long so i'll you know i made a list of a lot of people that we could thank but there's just too many names to mention i mean the the customers we've had have been great we hope that it grows for even more we've had 200 people at every event you know come in and buy these bobbleheads so check us out stay with us enjoy the ride and uh it's been a lot of fun so James, you're on mute. Sorry, bud. Yeah, the one thing I want to add is don't wait to the last minute. Um, Anthony Munoz was obviously the person that really sold out. Everybody's kind of scrambling now. How can I uh, How can I get him? There's not many Ken Rileys left. So if you want to jump in, um, get that. Again, there is a limited number of these. So don't wait to the last minute. Get with Josh. Get on that uh, mailing list and excited for, uh, for what's ahead. These guys have done a magnificent job. When I got the, the Anthony Munoz one, it was way bigger than I thought. Um, I don't know if you have the dimensions in, in front of you, but um, man, they're uh, exciting pieces, bigger than, than what I thought um, as a, of a standard one and uh, first class all the way. Talk about that, Josh, what you just hold up, held up and what that is, what that means. Yeah, I just wanted to show everyone that this is an officially licensed product. We didn't just make these, you know, in some bootleg back alley. Like this is from the NFL Players Association. The Cincinnati Bengals, the Hall of Fame approved these. You can see uh, they're all out of 288. It's an officially licensed product. Um, Bengal Jim and Friends sponsored, you know, right there on the box, the Ken Riley bobblehead. There's only 25 of these left. The Cincy Bob's logo on the other side. 
This is our second release. There's going to be 10 in this Legend series. We have tons of things coming out, guys. Over the next 12 months, our growth is huge. We have a Bengals second Legend series that's going to be coming out. We have a Who Day highlight series that's coming. I can't tell you too much. I will give you a hint. Uh, it's going to be a huge flip. If uh, anyone can pick up on that, uh, that's going to be coming out early next year. We have a Who Day series of current Bengals players. And then uh, we have a four series of our exclusives that will be released. Uh, exclusives just showing you that it's not just stopping at the Bengals. We're a Cincy Bob's Cincinnati based company. We have Bearcats, Reds releases. Uh, I have a plan for a Xavier Musketeers release. A ton of great things coming out. We're just asking that you come on to www.cincybobs.com and subscribe and uh, just follow us along on our journey, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, do so. We appreciate it, brother. Before you get off here real quick, we'll let everybody know that uh, I did not pull on our new producer. Uh, we'll pull him on here in a minute here. Uh, Caleb, that Bengals guy, has kind of been helping behind the scenes a little bit, uh, producing kind of behind the scenes a little bit. I'll pull him on here in a minute. So he did put some links in the comment area, everybody. So if you need the link to the to Cincy Bob's site, uh, Caleb put that in the uh, in the chat area for you. Now. Um, 288 of these guys, they're going to go. And I'm telling you, 10, 15 years from now, these are going to be really hard to find. Not at 50, 75 bucks, whatever the cost is. They will be way more expensive. I'm telling you, get them now. These are very limited. Um, these are legit. If you have not seen these in person, they're top notch. These are really, this is really good stuff. But uh, yeah, there's the man. Josh, we appreciate it, buddy. We'll stay in touch. I know we got some other plans, but we want you, can you give us one clue? Is there, is there going to be a unique bobblehead coming up? Like I said, if you're into Bengals big plays and franchise history, it's going to be a flip. <laughs> That's it. Leave it there. The, the first bobblehead that you'll ever see like this. And uh, leave it to Josh and Hollis to get this stuff done. Brother, we appreciate it, buddy. Good day, guys. Miss you. Good day, Josh. Thanks, Josh. Bye-bye. I think the Bengal fans could read between the lines on that last one, right? <laughs> I think I see some stuff in uh, in the comments there, but we'll let it uh, we'll let it ride and let uh, quick to guess. Josh make the official announcement. Yes, yeah, Brandon. There's a couple people talking about. It. Yeah, maybe maybe it was a it, so that's coming down the road. Some really good stuff here. So let's go ahead and get to it, guys. I'm so sorry we're running a little late today. Uh, Zach really gave us way more time than he said he would, which is really good, and it was a really fun interview with him. Uh, I'm going to pull on uh, Tony the Tiger here. We, we're getting ready to do a duck race. We raised almost $1,200 uh, for uh, this charity duck race, uh, running with wings. And it was interesting how this came about, right? So all of us have a charity that's important to us. We talk to people all the time about these charities, and charities are coming to us. Tony's, Tony was at the airport and met somebody from this particular charity. And I want Tony to talk about it. This is the, the charity that we... Uh, we brought on for this week and raised almost $1,200 for. Let's bring on uh, uh, Jason and Tony. Uh, Tony, how you doing, buddy? You good? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Who day? Good, brother. Good, brother. Jason, you there? You good? Yep, I'm good, guys. Can you hear me? Yeah. Hey, Jason, thanks for being with us. Hey, Tony, uh, or Anthony, uh, has been working his butt off all week, He's restoring power all over the east side of Cincinnati. I think he got caught up on some sleep yesterday, hopefully a little bit. But, uh, Tony, I'm glad you stayed safe, man. I know you and your crews were out there busting your butts to, to get power back on for everybody. Thank you, buddy. We know it was a lot, a lot of work you put in, big dog. I appreciate that. Thanks. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, so hey. tell, us, tell, us about, tell us about this charity, bud. We raised, you know, these Bengal fans raised 1200 bucks almost 
uh, for, for this charity. Tell us how this came about. Yeah, so it's a pretty cool story, right? Um, uh, in the airport, um, doing my fan of fans thing, I'm, I'm looking and scoping out people with all the Who Day Nation uh, and Who Day uh, attire on. And uh, I'm spotting them and talking to them and, uh, you know, giving them cards and stickers and uh, ran into Jason, Cheryl, Carmack and their family. Uh, we were actually sitting in the customs um, line waiting to, to get through customs. And we just started talking about football and charities and um, coming to find out he's local. He lives in the New Richmond area. And he started talking about his foundation running with wings. And uh, it was a really amazing story. Um, I'll let him uh, uh, say more about that. But uh, being able to talk to people out in the public and and talk about what I love to do with the charity work and, and getting them people engaged has been a lot of fun. And I, I reached out to Jason and I'm like, hey, man, and we're going to open up uh, our summer campaign for um, doing our campaign. Do you want to be involved? And he said, absolutely. So um, I'll let Jason and them talk about their uh, uh, their foundation. But uh, it's, a, it's a really good thing. Yeah, I appreciate that, Tony. Thanks, guys. Who day? Uh, day wish, wish I'd have got on a little bit uh, earlier to hear a little more of Zach. So that was that was my fault there. But. Um, appreciate you having me guys on. Um, it's, it's, it's an honor. It really is. Uh, I, I got to do more and more homework and follow you guys more and more. Um, lo love my Bengals for sure. And uh, looking forward to getting out to some, um, to, to a lot more games this year and hopefully running into you guys. But yeah, anyway, like Tony was saying, uh, it was kind of, uh, it was kind of a neat experience, uh, hanging out in the, uh, the customs line at the, at the airport headed to the Dominican. But, um, one, one thing led to another, and I think uh, Tony had uh, seen my uh, God is Good shirt on, uh, representing the Bengals. Um, but it was um, it was interesting how we just kind of got to, uh, to to talk a little bit more and and to understand what Tony loves. And he had all of his Tony the Tiger stickers, and my little nine-year-old was so excited to be able to uh, get some of those from him. But one thing led to another, and, and um, I'm not even sure exactly how we got talking. Maybe we started talking about doing some runs or something like that. Um, but uh, one thing led and, and I, I told Tony about um, you know, our nonprofit that our family was getting ready to prepare for another run here soon as we travel all around the country to raise funds. But anyway, so running with wings is a, uh, it's, it's an official 501 uh, C3 organization that my wife Cheryl and I had started uh, in 2019. So right before the um, right before the world uh, crashed and, and things got a little interesting, but we started running with wings in, in 2019 in honor of our little girl um, Peyton Olivia Carmack. Uh, we unfortunately had to to live the the nightmare that no parent ever wants to uh, endure, um, and we uh, we lost Peyton at, at three years old uh, in a in a tragic uh, drowning accident. Um, right there, 15, 20 feet away uh, with me and my family and, and uh, all my friends celebrating uh, Labor Day weekend. And uh, that was certainly a weekend that, that will change or has changed our lives uh, forever. But through um, as Christians, you know, we, we wanted to uh, pray on it for quite a while. I didn't think God uh, had that crazy sense of humor to wait us, uh, have, have us wait seven years. But in 2019, uh, we finally decided that what we wanted to do two years prior to give you a little bit of history. Um, my son and I, who's now getting ready to start uh, as a uh, uh, track athlete at University of Cincinnati in the fall, but uh, he and I started um, doing a lot more running together, and we did our first official 10K together. I think it was back in 2017, and we set a goal out on that day in 2017 for he and I to run a uh, 10K or a half marathon in every state of the country. 
Well, kind of fast forward just a little bit to another year later, I was talking to my wife. I said, you know what, why don't we take this running thing a little bit more seriously? And why don't we use it as our platform and as our motivation uh, to create something called running with wings? And they're all like, How, you know, what's that all about? I'm like, I don't know. Um, but this is what I think uh, the guy's kind of telling me of what I want to do in, in honor of, of Peyton and kind of let her legacy, um, you know, carry on. But what we do, guys, is just like you guys. Um, and, and thank you so much for all that you do. I'm looking forward to learning more and more about you guys now that Anthony and I got connected. But so we raise funds is, is essentially what we do, just like you guys do for other local charities. But we raise funds for families uh, all over the country. Um, we've given out scholarships um, to incredible places, and it's probably going to be international before long. But what we do is that we try to raise funds for for local families and other families around the country to put their children through survival swim lessons. So we um, we partnered with another organization called Infant Swim and Resource (ISR). the The instructors uh, that that perform this training are just incredibly talented individuals uh, that take kids as early as six months old, you know, up to five years old, and they um, they put them through about six weeks of lessons. And um, it's an investment. It's an investment in your children's life. It's an investment in your family. Um, and there's a lot of families out there, unfortunately, that can't afford it. And we realized that pretty quickly. And we just wanted to try to make a difference to say, look, more families, more kids. Um, drowning amongst kids is, is, I believe it's the number two now, number two uh, reason for accidental death for kids like under four or five years of age. So it, it's something pretty serious that's near and dear, obviously, to our hearts. And um, we just want to try to 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 make drowning prevention uh, more aware around the country. And we want to try to do everything we can to travel the country and to spread that awareness and raise funds and and, and give out, um, you know, scholarships to these families who, who really need it. Yeah, that's that's a great storm. So so glad you and Tony got to run into each other and have a conversation about this, and 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 hopefully the the money raised by all these Bengal fans, you know, hopefully it helps out the cause for you guys a little bit. Absolutely, no, we're extremely grateful. You know, our primary fundraiser every year is a five ten k race. Uh, it usually takes place. It's going to take place the last uh, Saturday in September of every year. Where, like I mentioned, we got this thing kicked off in two thousand nine September of two thousand nineteen. And then things took a, a weird change. So um, we didn't get to do any other fundraisers. So it was perfect timing when, when Tony and I connected. And um, I said, look, man, you know, we'd love to be able to give out more, but our funds were exhausted, um, you know, uh, for the most part, um, you know, because we just hadn't had a chance to do any fundraisers. But now we're super excited. We're kicking things back off this September 24th down at Lunkin Airport for a 5 and 10K race. Uh, love to get uh, Tony and his and his and his wife and anybody else that might be interested to come out and get a little bit of exercise. We even have a little one mile fun run for the kiddos to kind of keep them in shape. Jason, so for those of us that don't run, we walk a lot. Can we walk in? <laughs> love it, man. Whatever floats your boat, buddy. It's all good. Just getting exercise and being out in the sunshine is a blessing. Jason, uh, we 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 really uh, it's you know we I truly believe things happen for a reason. You and Tony meeting at the airport is happened for a reason. And, and uh, Bengal fans helping uh, this week has been really fun to watch. You know, it was a pretty, I think 47, 48 people or different ducks were sold almost $1,200. I'm sure that goes a long way helping you guys out a little bit. So what we're doing now, Jace, we'd like you to stay on the screen with us. We would like to uh, do our first duck race we've done since earlier this year. So basically what uh, the, the fans have done is they've purchased a duck 
every duck costs 25 bucks. Some people purchase multiple ducks. We've got a field of 47 or 48 ducks on the pond here. And the prize uh, today, um, on top of helping out a, an awesome local charity, uh, is a Jamar Chase autographed jersey. This is a this is a really nice jersey, uh, certified uh, and everything for you. So whoever wins this duck race uh, wins that jersey. James and Tom, I know you guys got the call on this. Yeah, and I just want to add one thing. And, and honestly, I didn't know what this charity was about until you started um, talking about it, Jason. And as somebody who lost a, a dear friend from drowning, actually in Lake Cumberland, just south of uh, Cincinnati, who was a, a diehard um, Bengals fan, you know, this is um, this is great. So kudos to you for um, for what you're doing and um, anything we can do to, to help in this cause. Um, we're, we're happy to do it. And, and as Jimmy said, thank you to everybody that uh, purchased ducks. And somebody's going to go home uh, very happy with this uh, Jamar Chase uh, autographed jersey. Tom, you yeah. ready? Love ready it. to go. All right, let's get this added to the stream. Let's see if I remember how to uh, do this. The ducks are ducks are there, and uh, Tom, I'm going to let you uh, take it away. You want to go, go the three, two, one, go? Here we go. Three, two, one, and they're off. Blasting by the 275 bridge going down the Ohio River, headed for Paul Brown Stadium. No duck is really taking command. There is a military duck who's a bill ahead right now. That's a frog duck. Frog duck. Is that a frog duck? That's a frog it duck. Is. That duck's not going to win. Forget the frog duck. It's like that. We got a couple other. They're very bunched together. This is a very large field. They're very bunched together. Still very bunched together. A couple trying to. Uh, come through, but it's never good to lead right now. They come around the bend in the Ohio River. Baby down, the the end, got to the boathouse. We're starting to see a group come through. Uh -oh. Karen Fisher's duck is ahead. Bradley Nance's duck is coming on strong. If it can hold the lead, and does. Bradley good Nance's stuff. duck nets him a Jamar Chase signed T-shirt, but more importantly, uh, I think raises helps raise a lot of money for a very special charity and uh, one of the best ones we've had in a long time. Yeah, good stuff. And just to give everybody an update, uh, congratulations, Barry. So if you could, uh, I think we might have your contact information, but if not, make sure you DM us on whatever plat social media platform you contact us. But I think Tony, I, and Jason might have your information, but we'll double check. If you're close, we'll drop it off. If you're not, we'll mail it to you. We'll get it out sometime this week, but let me give everybody an update uh, where we're at uh, this year. So if you remember last year, an amazing year, I think every year we raised between 10 and 12, 10 and $15,000. And now last year with the tailgate platform and the, the podcast platform and the, uh, the show, it, it's given us another level of opportunity to connect with more people. And we raised almost, you guys raised almost $60,000 for about 14 different charities. And we've got some pretty hefty goals, Tony, me, James, Tom, and, uh, Jamie and everybody have been talking about, hey, let's put a $75,000 goal on this thing this year. Pretty aggressive. Uh, we now have a 501c3 setup. We got everything ready to go for money that we would have to handle. This particular charity, the money went directly to the charity from you guys. Um, but, you know, we feel that we thought we were being pretty aggressive at 75. We're almost at 20 right now, guys. This is where you're at right now. $18,300 raised. 
uh, by Bengal fans through our platform, through the tailgate, through this, and a lot of people being involved in helping with that. If it's Caleb, Tony, Brandon, Luke, James, Tom, I mean, there's so many people. I'm missing names. Uh, uh, Craig and Dell and Bruce, everybody. There's so many people helping with this, and it's been rewarding and it's been fun and it's been really cool to be able to help out some of these charities jason we really appreciate you connecting with zoning no absolutely i can say we're 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 extremely grateful and blessed for the opportunity guys what you've done for us um just for what you guys collected in a few days i mean that's going to put three or four kiddos through you know a full set uh, of survival swim lessons so you guys are making a difference certainly um in, in the cincinnati area and around the country uh, and, and the cause that's near and dear to our hearts. So kudos to you guys and all the Bengals fans out there that have stepped up the last week or so. Uh, can't say thank you enough. I'm looking forward to, um, you know, talking about you guys at the race upcoming in September and, and getting a lot of Bengal swag out there. I have a good feeling we're going to get some uh, all kinds of crazy baskets to be able to give away and raise some more funds. And like I say, looking forward to hanging out with you guys at some tailgates uh, this fall and, and uh, watching some Bengals. Uh, get us some W's on the board again. Absolutely, buddy. Hey, hey Jason, I, I just want to say that I, I am so blessed that I got to meet you. Um, like Jimmy said, they put us there for a reason. So uh, so overwhelmed that our, our Houday Nation fans did what they always do and, and reach out and support us and support the charities that we love to support. You're local, and I love what you guys are doing. And, um, you know, you don't want this to happen to another family. And I just want to say thank you. Yeah, absolutely. No, I appreciate it, man. It's my honor. Thank you. All right, Jason. We appreciate it, buddy. We'll see you. We'll see you down at the game at tailgate this year for sure, bud. Sounds good, guys. Take care, Jason. Thank you. Thank you, yes, sir. Tony, can you stay on with us, bud? Absolutely. All right. Let's add. Uh, let's add. I uh, the, the plan here was to do this introduction before Zach came on. Zach was in the room early, so we skipped over some stuff. One of them was the introduction of this man right here, uh, Caleb better known as that Bengal guy in social media, the traveling Bengal man. Uh, this is the professional Bengal away game traveler right here. Uh, but Caleb will be doing uh, a lot of our producing today. He Anything that you saw in the chat area, the common area about uh, the links and stuff coming up, and he was kind of flagging some of the questions uh, that you guys are doing. So uh, Jamie will always be with us, but we want Jamie sometimes just to be able to show up and not have to worry about producing. And Caleb will be the one uh, kind of taking that role moving forward. He's still got some maybe some more shows that he's going to need some help with behind the scenes. But, brother, we, we're happy to have you part of the team, Caleb. Happy to be here, guys. Um, I definitely like being on the uh, the sideline producing. You know, you guys are the face of this. I'll, I'll be the silent here on the side. It allows me to drink a couple more beers, you know. You know how it goes. Um, but, yeah, just trying to keep it smooth and uh, keep everything running uh, nice and easy for you so we can get as many fans and as many uh, guests on here as we have. Yep. That's cool. Well, let's let's go ahead and close this thing out. Everybody on the screen has to make a comment on this. So we'll start with James and go around. Uh, just kind of make closing comments on what you felt about the show tonight, anything you want to talk about at all. We'll kind of close it up now, starting with James. Oh, again, welcome, Caleb, to the uh, to the team. I sent in a, a text message during last night that there's a very strict hazing period for new members, so it's going to be a, a rough year for the uh, original traveling Bengals fan, but uh, glad to have him on um, board. And, and as you said, um, our buddy Jamie's not going anywhere. When he has a good internet connection, I think in the past, Tom, you could probably help me. He's lost power because of whatever's sitting by the pool, 
Uh, strange things happen in Canada. What Rogers went out last uh, Thursday, Friday. Um, so our neighbor to the north is, uh, you know, still here. We just have to be patient with him. Whether he's joining us from a soup kitchen or wherever else he uh, joins us from, um, you know, it's. Uh, He's a part and excited to have Kale a part of the uh, the team and um, producing uh, behind the scenes. Um, you know, this is all something that we that we do for fun. None of us are are getting paid, and and this is just something we do for the love of the team, the city, and and just getting a chance to meet all the fans. But uh, kudos um, as we kick off season three. We haven't been canceled yet, so that's uh, that's a positive. We're back and. And what a way to uh, kick off season three with with head coach um, Zach Taylor. I can confirm I've been corresponding with Chris Evans. Um, he will be on the show next week. So um, stay tuned um, for that. Um, our sophomore running back um, out of, I'll say Michigan, because I don't have the Ohio I'm State. Uh, I don't have the Ohio State love that uh, many do. I follow the Bengals. So uh, excited to have uh, Chris Evans on and, and excited for year three. Um, last year was, was certainly epic and uh, can't wait to uh, see everybody at, at the tailgates and uh, joining us here uh, live every Sunday night until we get to the regular season. Uh, excited about the Bengals uh, partnership with Jungle Nation and uh, just real, uh, real excited for the upcoming year. Caleb? Want to add anything? Yeah, I just want to reiterate, obviously not here to uh, take over for Jamie. I'm, I'm only going to fill in when uh, one of you guys can't make it. And then when you all are here, I'm just going to be behind the scenes. That's that's all I'm here to do. Try to make it run a little bit smoother. Um, super excited about the season. Ready to keep the uh, streak going. We uh, We hit a lot of games last year and very excited to keep it going again. Um, this season is just right around the corner. I mean, as you guys all know, we've been looking for tickets, looking for flights, looking for hotels. I mean, we're most of us are at least a quarter of the way purchased on those, and it's it's just a fun thing to be a part of. Happy to be one little tiny part of the team. And that's that's enough. Yeah, we love you, buddy. I'm glad you're part of it, big dog. Tom. No, uh, a lot of things to be thankful for this week. Thankful that despite all the devastation in Goshen, miraculously nobody was hurt. So, and thankful for people like Tony who worked, you know, three, four days straight without any sleep, out any rest to get everybody hooked up and juiced up, backed up there. Um, and glad to be back. Uh, our summer halftime vacation was was great and, and needed, but uh, I think we, we talked nonstop anyway. We planned. Jungle to the Hall went great. And fired up for what's going to be a great season. Mini camp's only a couple of weeks, or training camp is only a couple of weeks away. And I think we're going to have a lot of fun here. I think we're going to help the community here. And we're going to cheer on our favorite team. So uh, it's great to be back. Great to have the band back together. And uh, Tony, take us to Jimmy. Thanks, Tom. Thanks for the Brady Bust look there. I appreciate that. Hey, uh, welcome, Caleb. Uh, uh, if you do uh, what you do well with us and uh, getting our games organized and tickets, um, you're going to, you know, be the best producer we have next to Jamie, of course. But uh, um, uh, great show as always. Um, Zach Taylor has some really good things. I love the culture, the comment, and I think that's crucial, the communication that he brings to the team. I think that's very important. Um, and as for uh, this kicking off our uh, 
uh, beginning. We got 59 days to the kickoff of the season, so I'm excited. Um, I love the charity work, as you guys know. I'm, I'm looking forward to all the great things that we're going to do with the money and uh, the help the local charities and um, running with wings. What a great opener. Uh, great story. And um, I just really appreciate uh, Who Day Nation and everything they do for us and uh, help us uh, get to our goals. Now, you all said you want 75,000. I keep telling Jimmy we're going to 100. So I want 100,000 from more um, Who Day Nation. And I do believe we can do it this year. Damn it, Luke. All right. We got to keep, we got to work harder now. So we've got the 100,000 out there. We got to change it. Um, no, it's awesome. Thanks, everybody, for being with us, uh, watching tonight. Guys, uh, I know this went really long. Uh, but hey, to start a second half of season three, guys, uh, we had to do something special. And I thought it was a hell of a show tonight. The interaction was outstanding. Thanks for being part of that. I just want to do a quick, couple quick thank yous to everybody on the screen, everybody that's watching and viewing right now is critically important. By the fans, for the fans, guys. We will do. We will work our tails off to bring you the best show that we could possibly bring you. James already talked about Chris Evans next week. Guys, I'm going to say it in a couple weeks from now, I can't promise you exactly who's going to be on, but I can tell you we have got confirmed the 2005 Cincinnati Bengals team. We're going to celebrate that team. We have got four guys committed. As I'm sitting here, I'm getting text messages from them. Uh, we've got four guys locked up for that. Big names. I'm not talking the backups. We got some big names. If you remember the 1981 Super Bowl special that we do, it's going to be something similar to that. So I won't tell you exactly who it's going to be, but we have got something massive planned, and it will be epic. Uh, so I've got four out of the seven, I think, confirmed right now as we were sitting here waiting on responses. Thank you, Zach, Coach Zach Taylor. Uh, it was really fun to watch Zach. I mean, he had a really rough, as a head coach, 2020, walked into a disaster. Just a complete disaster. There's no coach that could have won with that team in 2020. 2021, a little bit better. Uh, you could tell things were moving in the right direction in 2020. It was 19 when he came here. I'm sorry. 2020 got a little bit better. And last year we go to the Super Bowl. You could see in 19 and 20, it really affected him and his family, right? I mean, it's tough. You want to win. And they're working so hard, changing the culture, starting from scratch almost. But towards the end of the year, we went to all the, the playoff games on the road, and we sat fairly close to the field, and we could see Zach Taylor's family on the field before the game, and the smile on their face, how proud they were of their their dad and her, you know, husband, uh, what that team has done. So it was fun to see that uh, that excitement on the family's face because they they're fans just like us. They win and lose uh, with the team as well, but. We appreciate Coach Taylor being with us tonight. What a really awesome show. And thanks so much for everybody interacting with that. Um, the merch store, guys, if you want your stuff before the season starts, start ordering it. I mean, I know there was a, a huge rush on orders since we posted this thing yesterday, I think. Massive rush. We got other shirts coming, other stuff coming. But those koozies, these shirts, 100% of these proceeds, 100% goes to the Ken Anderson Alliance. Our goal is to raise uh, $5,000 on the merch stuff this year. So we'll get, keep track of that. We'll let you know when, when the money goes to uh, Ken Anderson Alliance. They're aware of it. We've already kind of had communication with them. Um, and I want to thank everybody for the charity stuff, uh, the work. Uh, this is just – Bengal Nation is just amazing. What happened last year what con is continuing to happen. we got a bunch of new stuff that we're going to be talking about. We have a spreadsheet right now, guys, of every game of the season home game. 
We have three restaurants committed to almost every game. We have a very special guest committed to every game. We have a band and a, an acoustic person and a musician. We've got a charity focus for each game. We've got things mapped out now for the entire year. It is going to be an epic year. We're going to maximize what we can on our end to maximize the charity uh, charity help that we can provide. So, guys, thank you so much for being with us. It feels so good to be back. I can promise you next week we're not going to go an hour and a half, but uh, we appreciate everybody. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week. Chris Evans next week. Good day, everybody. See you. Good day.